they didn't want to get the backlash. I don't. Oh wait, wait, it's po. Oh, what? Now this is getting weird. Okay, hold on. We're we're we're. You know what? Hold on. Old fashioned games, new fashioned friends. Come on, everybody. This is Neon Valley. Welcome to the Neon Valley podcast. Oh my God! I was trying. I was. I, I love it. That's incredible. <laughs> Wait, did you just make that up right now? Wait, do you not know what? The, do you not remember what that's from? Oh, okay, so you were playing on the nostalgia. I was like, why is that? Come on, everybody. Um, it's table flip. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, good old times. Uh, petition to bring back table flip and to have us on as uh, guests. Dude, I just watched a whole video about why JonTron actually left Game Grumps. It was like a it was like a forty five minute long video about this guy's deep dive into the history of Game Grumps. Oh my god. And I guess I'm not going to get too deep into this. I don't care. Anyway, welcome to the podcast, everyone. This is not what I planned on us talking about out of the gate. This is episode 10 of the Neon Valley podcast, which, by the way, how you doing, Mitchell? You having a good, you having a good Monday? I am. It was, uh, it's been a busy week um, and it's Monday, but that's the good stuff. So, so good stuff. (laughs) How about you? (laughs) It's been a busy week, but it's Monday. (laughs) Uh, Agreed. I, I feel that. Uh, it's only just begun. White lace and promises. Okay. Anyway, uh, the the reason I the what I was gonna say before this started was that uh that AI song by Drake, which uh, mm-hmm. which we're gonna be talking about today. We're we're gonna kind of we're gonna delve into the world of AI music a little bit, um, because we didn't get to talk about it last episode and kicking myself for that because i wanted to but we never did and then we'll accept it or reject it exactly or maybe not have a definitive thought on it because i mean to make a snap judgment on something that you're unfamiliar with is kind of ridiculous yeah we're either gonna fucking love it or fucking hate it or in reality maybe our opinion will be a little more nuanced because things aren't exactly black and white at the end of the day <laughs> We're just like, I don't know what that's so funny to me, how it's so sarcastic, but like also the most realistic situation. Yeah, it's literally every review of everything on the internet <laughs> is like going into it like, I'm going to fucking hate this. Well, I guess it's okay, but also there's things wrong with it. Bye. Uh, oh, God. I'm not even going to get into the most recent Game Theory episode. Man, we have so much stuff that I want to talk with you about that just bothers me. No, okay. <laughs> All right, let's 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 delve into what we were actually going to talk about today for a little bit. Um, we we, we shall. Want, yeah, we wanted to talk about AI music for a little bit. Uh, yep, Alan Alan Iverson and his contribution to music. Absolutely. Now, when he left the 76ers in 09, do you feel that he? No, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, if I got that right, by the way, I'll be amazed. There's no way that's correct. Uh, I just on. threw a year out. I'm checking now. Holy shit. <clears throat> he left the team in February 2010. Oh my God. Shut the fuck up. And uh, announced that he would not return for the remainder of the 2009 season. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, February 2010 <laughs> is when he 
You were so close. But no, I was right because you just said that he didn't finish the 2009 season, which means he left the the 76ers in 2009. Oh, yeah. So, well, he was on the team, but yeah, he stopped playing. So, wow. Uh, yeah, no, go. I'm taking that as a win. I'm pulling. You know Joseph, yeah. go ahead and throw a technicality point up there for, uh, for good old Scourge. Boo-boo. So what I was originally segueing us into at the beginning of this chaos of a podcast <laughs> uh, was the release of the AI song by Drake. Uh, well, I guess it's not by Drake, right? Technically. No. At all. Yeah. Um, it uses his voice and it also uses the weekend. Uh, it uses his voice as well. And it kind of did like a collab for them two together. And uh, you have not heard it, correct? I have not. Yeah, that is correct. I have not listened to it. All right, good. And I, you said you were going to before the podcast and I told you not to so that you could listen to it live. Yes. Um, yep. Obviously. So here I, we are, folks. Yeah, obviously I don't. We can't play it on the podcast, but I'll cut around. But, but we'll, yeah. You know, we'll just kind yeah. of get your live reaction here to it. So here, I want you to press play at the same time as me, okay? Because I, I want us to experience this together. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm going to stop it there. We've heard enough. That, that, it basically repeats it, yeah, from there. Yeah, okay. It, it basically okay. repeats okay. from there. Okay, okay. okay. And, and the reason why I wasn't saying as much was because, especially, you know, someone who's makes music i wanted to take it in it it's i it's not as big of a deal as i think people were talking it's to me this is like if somebody gave you uh like mountain fizz or what what is (laughs) dr thunder whatever the what the off-brand generic soda is compared to having like um like a name brand soda like okay Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Like, it, what I'm saying is... You can tell there's something wrong. I can wrong. tell... Yeah, it like, it. it's almost like I'm like, oh, is it coming in at a poor quality? Because there's just something off about the delivery. But at the same time, the fact that we're at this level of AI generation for that level of artist is crazy. That, yeah, that part, that portion is definitely crazy. Yeah, because here's the thing: if you if you had heard that and no one ever said anything about an AI or anything like that, like, would you think maybe it's just a super low quality Drake song? Yeah, my my thought would be, oh, somebody like pirated like this song, <laughs> like that was off a demo tape. Like, yeah, somebody burned a demo tape and pulled this track from it, and it was the best quality that they had. Yeah. Um, yeah, which, to be fair, I don't even know if this is the best quality version. Uh, I feel like I might have heard a better version than this that was a little cleaner when it came to the production and stuff. Mm. And speaking of production, okay, this is the biggest point I want to make yeah, about this. Yeah, from a producer standpoint, I want to hear your your side. So this is my this is the biggest thing about the AI music conversation that I don't think people are having. And I wish our podcast was bigger because then maybe this could actually be a conversation that people are having. But everyone is kind of looking at this the same way that they look at something like chat GPT or like, um, 
Midway, I think it's called, or like the art AI. Oh yeah, the art one, yep. Mm -hmm. Where you just type something in. Like they're acting like they just went into an AI application and wrote, write a Drake and The Weeknd song (laughs) and then hit enter, you know? Oh yeah, And And, and it was like, here's mp4 yep here's your song and it's like no that's not at all like wave file this was still a song that was one produced by an actual producer it's a ghost i i think i've heard it's a ghost writer um who was like work like testing out ai this is just a rumor i heard i don't know if this is true um but yeah it was basically it's like a an artist who was like messing around with ai and he's also a ghost writer in this you know industry and he's a producer so he knows how to produce music he knows how to write music so basically this is a real song that he then took an ai voice of drake in the weekend and put it over it so it's not really an ai song do you know what i mean like i feel like this is being overblown as ai when really in reality it's just a song that was written by someone and produced by someone but then they used an ai voice to then which basically at that point just becomes an instrument so it's like this isn't really like i i don't know they may have had ai write the lyrics i i don't i don't know that deep maybe they had chat gpt like maybe they fed a bunch of drake lyrics and weekend lyrics into it and then had it write its own but from what i understand they wrote the lyrics and then just generated this ai voice so yeah this song was not generated by ai it's using ai voices so it's like a very different thing yeah i don't know it it would be like it would be like if so it's like we talked about before i think um who's the artist uh grimes she came out oh yep 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 yeah, she came out and said that she's totally fine with people using her AI voice as long as they credit her and give her some kind of commission. And like, at that point, I think it totally makes sense. I think she's smart. I think that's kind of ahead of the game. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where do you honestly think it's not going to continue to be a thing? Uh, yeah. Because with technology, we've seen things explode and you have things like a blockbuster video, how quickly Netflix became the most desired version of that business. (laughs) So you either learn and adapt or you fall behind. So I did just pull up on uh, Wikipedia just to find if there was any information on the artist. So although the identity of ghostwriter 977 is unknown, the user later stated that he was a ghostwriter who got paid close to nothing just for major labels to profit. Ghostwriter's identity has been a topic of speculation. The Verge suggested that it may either be UMG and Drake, a legitimate ghostwriter, or Lalo. However, Lalo issued a statement saying it was not behind the account. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's what I had read too. Cause yeah, I didn't, I just knew that it was claimed to be a ghostwriter in the industry. There was no like real proof of it other than their own oh, claim, yeah. you know. And here's the, here's the other thing I think about though, right? So I, I'm more, inter- I'm more interested in the science behind recreating Drake's voice because based on how it does it, right? If it's, taking his voice and editing it in editing it in a way 
to line it up to make the song, I feel like that, like, is that more... I, I, I think... I think you can break it down pretty simply. I, like, in a sense, I say simply. I It's not simple. But, like, I think there's a way to break it down where it's like, okay, you would take, like, Drake has done so many interviews, so many songs, so many things now that you probably almost have every word that Drake could say or reasonably would yep. say in a song, you know, because... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's any words in this that Drake hasn't already said. You know what I mean? Like Selena Mm -hmm. and like Flex and shit like that that are very Drake. And even saying it different ways in different songs. Well, that's what I was... Exactly. And that's what I was going to say where it's like, if you just train the AI, like, yes, here's this word, but here's this word at this key and this tone. So it's like, here's kind of sad. Here's kind of happy. Here's singing and happy. Because that's when I pointed out too, where it's like, they have a difference between Drake's singing voice and his rapping voice. Because he had like a, I'm with Selena, I'm Flex. And then it went to, I don't eat the girls, I be ace. You know, like that higher yep. register. So they mm. clearly have two different Drake voices almost. Or, you know, I'm sure more than that. But it's interesting how it's able to switch between those two different registers. Because you would think it would just keep the same kind of monotone Drake voice the whole time. Yeah, and again, that might come down to the production portion of it because again yes, i yes i is it are you are they saying that they they he just put in make a drake style song yeah exactly did he put in a bunch of lyrics from drake songs and say make a song similar in this like it, because again there's still a level of like i guess realism but it, it's more of because we make music we understand there's so much production that goes into creating a song. I'm I'm really Yeah, it's not this simple. I really think there's no way. There's yeah, no I really way. think it was blown out of proportion what what the AI portion of this creation was. Exactly. That that's the part that's kind of like and I'm sure in a week or two or whatever it'll be the headline where it's like, oh, people really didn't understand the AI and everyone will be like, oh, I knew the whole time. Whatever. It's I who what who cares? Whatever. But the point is, yeah, right now it feels like the conversation seems to be like, oh man, they just inputted make Drake song and then it made this this fucking bop. And it's like, no, this is a person who clearly understands production, clearly makes music, because it, it, there's no AI that's strong enough to make this kind of thing from the ground up. Like at yet. Yet, yeah, I should. Yeah, and realistically, we're we'll, we'll probably get to that point. Yeah, but sure. I think again, I I think people are are not understanding, and maybe that'd be a good video to do is um, a, breaking a, down a, the reality of the a, the AI song kind of thing, you know. Yeah, because again, yeah, I think people just thought uh, make make song good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's a good what's a good like why you shouldn't be afraid of AI music or something like yeah like a good snappy headline like yeah is AI music gonna kill us all you know and then the answer AI is no music doing a good or doing bad doing a bad uh, okay actually real quick I did want to sh- oh did I already lose it if I can't find it. If I can't find it quick enough, we'll just move on. Uh, gotcha. But there was another AI-generated song that had Tyler in it. Tyler, the creator. The cr- nice. And 
I like this one. I think out of all the AI songs, I'm actually like, this one kind of slaps. Like, it's actually just a good song. I'm not gonna lie. That, that last one, I, and, and I'll say it, I'm a Drake fan. I didn't really care for it. Like, none of the lines stuck with me. No, but that's kind of how I feel about the last three years of Drake songs. Oh, oh got him. Let's listen to this song. Okay. Anyway. Uh, count us down, Scotty. All right, so I'm going to stop the song here. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, yep. So here's my opinion of this one real quick, is that I think it's the best produced and it sounds the most legitimate, but it's also, it suffers a little bit from that thing we were talking about before. It has like the monotone kind of thing. Like Tyler, he sounded really good, but he didn't really do anything. He just kind of kept going. A Does that make sense? Can we do a quick pause? I would love to figure out what AI program they used and then how that AI, again, like what I want to know what the extent of the AI is in terms of its contribution to the song and how it does that. Because it's, it's super interesting. Yeah. Um, I can't, but that one. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say, but, but that one just at a much different level. Like, again, if you would have told me, Oh, this one came out, three years later in terms of AI technology. But I mean, nowadays, dude, I don't know what three years of AI technology is going to be. I've seen yeah. more advancements in every morning I get on Twitter. It's here's the newest thing AI does while you were sleeping. That might've been an yeah. actual tweet. Actually. Yeah. Every it's like a horror story every day. Yeah. But then also you hear like, Oh, AI cured cancer yesterday. And you're like, Oh fuck. Okay. Well, all right. Well, yeah, it's like, well, maybe, maybe we're, we'll, it'll balance out, you know? <laughs> we're going to figure this out. Yeah. Cause that, that's something I've thought about too is like, if you just load, like, you're telling me you can't just load all of like doctor's knowledge and all of the things we've learned throughout the history of that. And then like type someone's symptoms into like an AI and then they, they say, oh, well, they have this, this, and this. Like, when will that become a thing? You know what I mean? Because I, I, I know yeah. now that that's a little too like, you know, like, well, I don't know about all that. But that realistically will become something that hospitals use where it's like, well, let's check the AI database and see and see what you're suffering from. I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure it's going to get to a point where it can at least like fact check itself as well, like have a, a backup exactly that's the thing is it's like it only it only is using what other humans are already basing their things off of it's not coming up with its own conclusion it's not making a judgment call it's not going exactly. off its decision because it's done it for 40 years and no one's gonna tell it how to do its job yeah and also people would probably probably be less likely to lie to an ai so it's like hey how often do you drink a week you know, like if you're just talking to a robot, some people be like, oh, five days a week. But then when you're talking to your doctor, it's like, oh, you know, on weekends, you know, so it's like there's that that you take away that kind of like judgment out of it. It's like, well, I'm talking to a robot. I could just fucking tell it whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm I think I think we might have our million dollar idea here, Mitchell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we should invent AI. AI doctors. No, I'm saying AI doctors. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll call it aid because we ai doctors oh my god mitchell trademarked i just made it up like that's legally copyrighted dude that's amazing 
Oh my god! And then all the facilities can be called Ames AI Medicals, oh, AI Medical Centers. Oh, 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 dude, it's just raking in the money. I can already see the trucks are backing up with the millions. Yep, right in the oh, back dude. here, guys. Right through here. Thank you. Yeah, oh, amazing. Um. <laughs> Okay, we need I don't to, even know why we're doing this podcast. I, we, we, yeah, we have a business. <laughs> we already have made millions, so goodbye. Goodbye. No, okay. <laughs> you want to you do a question or two, and then we'll talk about the movie? Because I'll be honest, I don't know how long this movie is going to take to talk about, my friend. Um, yeah, I think <laughs> I think we're going to start out. We're going to get to a point, and then it's it's just going to go from there. So let's just look at some questions. That's a good way to uh, put by it. By the way, uh, go ahead and join Neon Valley Podcast backslash Neon Valley Podcast at Neon Valley Podcast. Um, or you okay. can join our Discord, <laughs> and that would probably be easier. I was going to say, none of that is correct. But what you can do is join the Scourge Discord, which the links will be in the description of this podcast, wherever you're listening to it. And make sure to go to the Neon Valley subreddit as well. That is the backslash r backslash Neon Valley pod. Uh, you can drop some of the questions there. Um, yeah, why don't you lead us off with a question, Mitchell? All right. Uh, this one was actually a very interesting one, and I've spent days thinking about it. And I think I'll end up adding like the last two at the end of this, but... You're throwing a dinner party and can invite five people, dead or alive, fictional or not. Who do you invite? Why? And what's for dinner? Uh, okay. I also saw what form of entertainment do you have for your guests? Okay. But to be honest, I could answer that with an entirely separate, yeah. uh, just in general. Well, just um, me. So, Yeah, just you. So I think yeah. that first part <laughs> is, is just enough of a question um yeah now that that honestly this might this might be enough of a question where this might be the only one we answer i don't know i i would love to to play around with this so i'll start with the the three that i had um so one would be itachi uchiha which is just my favorite anime character of all time jesus Um, christ i i can't even pretend two would be literally jesus christ that was a really good guess um (laughs) And this is where it starts to it get It does tricky. say fictional. Those first two, I'm easy. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry? Listen, I don't care. I meant alive or dead. Going, a dead or alive or fictional. Going, I didn't say which one. You're going to hell jail. I didn't you're say which one. Jail. It's dead or alive or fictional. <laughs> I didn't say which one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, three. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I had those solid two. And then... <laughs> Wait, what was your first one again? I got so distracted by Jesus. <laughs> that I, oh, Itachi. See, you're telling Who me so get far. Distracted so by okay, Jesus. hold on a second. Hold on a second. You can invite any people ever to your dinner and you're now at an impasse because you're like, "Well, I got <laughs> I got Itachi and I got Jesus." Um <sighs> Man, are there other are there other people? I, I don't I don't I mean, I don't want Itachi Jesus to think I'm a weirdo by inviting like, like, man, that's oh my ooh. god, I love that. I love this. You know what? Part of me forgot they could be living. Yeah, they could be alive. They could be a real person. I'll invite you. They could also be I'll a real you. person. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> what? Really? Don't, come on. I, I'm presumably I'll be there. All right. 
All right, you're you're, you're the sixth person, so we don't have to include. Um, I'm All the right. entertainment. We've already talked about this. Oh, perfect. There we go. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay, so in that case, Eminem. Uh, th- uh, there you go. I was waiting for it. I was like, come on, man. For some reason, like, I was just thinking of either fictional or dead. Like, I, I forgot, like, live people could even be a- an option. Jesus. <laughs> well, we already said Jesus is going to be there. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, we said Jesus. Uh, yeah. So, Eminem. Ah. <sighs> And then, and then, ooh, Mac Miller. I would love to to have him there. Beautiful. That would be nice. All right, you got one more. Anybody. Anybody in the entire world. They don't even have to be real. It could be SpongeBob. You know what? I'll, you know what? At this point, why even lie? I know who this person's been the whole time. Uh-huh. Reese Grammary, waifu. I who was it going to say it? Then I said, uh, "Anime waifu, big tits." You wouldn't understand. What's her uh, name? <laughs> who? Not for. I just. I'm not going to look it up later. Who? Oh, you know what? Even better. I'll go ahead and send you a gif. Oh, I like how all I had to do is put the first name. And of course, uh, it's the yeah. It's going to be the most lewd gif. Is the first thing that pops up. No, I'll be. I'll be. I'll be gentle. You sent it into the uh, Neon Valley podcast Discord. <laughs> it's too late. You're gonna, it's gonna stay there. <laughs> what episode number is this gonna be? Episode ten. Be sure to watch episode ten. Say, just say, Valley. just say, just say this. This <laughs> gif will make. Just say this gif. This gif will make a lot more sense in the episode ten of Neon Valley podcast. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that was all the more reason for you guys to join our podcast or not the Discord. Podcast. <laughs> Discord, because if you will, you will join the podcast. We just have a hundred guests. you won't even know it. On the next episode. Oh, they jo- everyone joined our podcast. This is crazy. Um, oh. oh. Jesus Christ. Okay, so that's your five. Okay, so we got, we got, we got Tachi. We got... Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> we got Eminem. We got Rius. I don't know who the other person was. Oh, Mac Miller. Mac Miller. Yeah. Yep. Oh okay. My God. Okay. But if it wasn't Mac Miller, like if I wasn't <laughs> gonna go with like the sentimental so then route, don't pick Mac Miller. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most. Because like he shows up, and then you're like, well, listen, if he didn't have to be here, like. Uh, it's... <laughs> you know, what? just go to yours. <laughs> Just go, just go to yours. <laughs> but if it didn't have to, okay. Um, We're eating ribs, by the way. My favorite part about all this is that I didn't, uh, I didn't think of any while, In that time, while we've been doing this. Yes, I was trying to fucking absorb. <laughs> God, this, this is our best episode yet. This amazing dinner party, including Atachi, the 2D character mixed with Jesus and Mac Miller and Eminem. You sure you don't want Jack Harlow there since he thinks he's better than Mac Miller? I don't know if you heard about that. Oh, that's another That's another episode. Yeah, that's another conversation. Oh, anyway. my God. Okay. Uh, 
All right. I, I'm just going to kind of... Donnie Darko. I'm going to go off of the cuff here, right? So yep. I, I feel like you're not far off, right? So, okay, Tobey Maguire. Because I want to oh, yeah. talk about him being Spider-Man. Um, Quentin Tarantino. Ooh, okay. Uh, I would love to just, like... I just want to pick his brain apart. I don't even want to talk about movies. I just want him... I want to let... Quentin Tarantino talk about whatever the fuck Quentin Tarantino wants to talk about while I'm in the room. <laughs> I'm totally cool with that. Uh, he, he can he can spearhead this dinner. I don't care. Uh, let's see. Um, I know I made a joke about it, but I'd throw SpongeBob into the mix because because the, when what other opportunity would I have to meet SpongeBob? He's he's creating an opportunity to meet a fictional character. <laughs> Yeah. All right. You know, I I take that back. <laughs> Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think I think I would absolutely bring him in. Both. Ooh. <gasps> You're right. I do have two more options. Okay, yeah. So I'm gonna have Tom Kenny and I'm gonna have SpongeBob. Okay. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Okay, so what I have so far, I have I have Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> I have Toby Maguire. <laughs> I have Tom Kenny, SpongeBob, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Oh my no, Free Guy. Yes, no. Well, I'm gonna confront Ryan Reynolds about Free Guy, <laughs> and we're gonna. The dinner is just to voice your concern. Yeah, everyone there. Quentin, can I call you Quentin? Quinn, you're on my side with this. Quinn, right? can I call you Quinn? Q, my buddy Q. Q. Hey Terry, Terry, Tarantino, my boy. Listen, I want you to direct Free Guy 2. <laughs> QT? <laughs> Do you think they call him QT? I want Tobey Maguire to... Oh, that's... I bet. Well, only only the girls with nice feet. They're allowed to call him cutie. <laughs> uh, everyone else. It's Mr. Tarantino or to the fucking shackles with you. All right. Those are my five. Uh, wait, what's for dinner? Uh, mine's going to be ribs and sushi. Oh, you said that you did ribs and sushi. <clears throat> yep. Um, okay. So I think mine would have to be a little more specific to each person. I want to respect them for coming to my dinner, you know? So for Toby Maguire, I would have, do you remember those special edition pop tarts, uh, that had the Spider-Man <laughs> logo on it? <laughs> That's. I, I hope somebody gets like fucking lobster fillet, and he's sitting there with just two pop tarts. <laughs> well, he gets all of it. It's not. That's not just for him. He gets the whole box. No. <laughs> he gets the whole package. Come on. No, I'm. I'm saying he gets. This is just one of the portions of the meal. He gets the whole gotcha. meal. I yeah. thought each person got one item. <laughs> So, uh, okay, so for Quentin, uh, the burger from Pulp Fiction. We're going to have some burgers. Uh, for Tom Kenny, we're also going to have burgers. Him and SpongeBob, we're going to have Krabby Patties. So we, now we have two burgers. <laughs> and then <laughs> I don't even remember my last guest. Who was my last guest? <laughs> was uh ryan reynolds ryan, ryan reynolds that's right 
He's like your Megan. He gets nothing. He gets a knuckle sandwich. You get nothing. Yeah, he gets a fistful of my face. Wait, hold on. Wait, no. <laughs> that sounds like he's Go gonna on. punch me. I don't mean that. No, hold on. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Have we? I think we've expended that question as much as we could. Yeah, but yeah. If it, if it wasn't if it wasn't Mac Miller, either uh, Angeloid Alpha or or Aaron Hansen from Game Grumps. Oh yeah, those are some good ones too. Yeah, uh, there's too many to choose from. Um, but you know who I think I would choose? I think I would choose The Rock and Sarah Michelle Geller and Sean William Scott. Well, you know why you'd invite The Rock for dinner? Why is that? Because you know what The Rock's cooking. Ah. <laughs> We're good at this. <laughs> this was a shitty segue into uh, Southland Tales. <laughs> this, um, this is, but I'm glad we made it. I didn't realize you were doing that. Before we <laughs> I separated it from the movie so fast. You for, you've wanted to forget this movie so quickly. Oh my God. Uh, that's yeah, fair. you just hit me. Uh, all right. Before we get into that, let's have a few words from our sponsors. We don't have any sponsors. All right. Uh, that was fun. Welcome to the second half of the podcast where we talk about the movie that was suggested last week. Um, and I suggested quite a banger. Why are you quiet? What is, okay. Okay. What okay. You, so what, you're not responding. <clears throat> I said it's a banger. Mitchell, it's a banger. Um, it's it's something to to bang your head and brains out to. Um, here's okay. Here's uh, the thing. What do you mean? I want to talk about a range of movies. We're going to start with <clears throat> the Room, <laughs> greatest bad movie of all time. Why? 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 Because Heath tried. And he thought he was creating something perfect, and it, it didn't work out. But is that not but, what... But somehow... Okay, go ahead. Sorry. No. No, because here's the difference. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau didn't put out a hit movie before that movie. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau wasn't like... It's incompetent. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Like, Tommy Wiseau is Tommy Wiseau. This is this guy's job. Like, this guy's job is to make movies. And it was like a seven-year-old's fever dream. Why Why was Justin Timberlake narrating? Why? That was my favorite part. They, like, the whole time I kept wondering when they were going to tie in that. that They never did. The, the entire movie, this, like, defamed kind of guy who's given up that was a former soldier of of what i assume was high rank um is like now now narrating the life of a politician but dude it all tied you didn't come on it all tied back into the end man they all knew each other come on did you were you not paying attention <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out if like like okay. that like So actually okay, I need to ask you something. Um Okay. What did you did you watch this on Amazon? 
Yes. Okay. So you rented this on Amazon. Yes. One, I'm sorry. If you want $4, I got you. Uh, but It was actually like half off. You're good, Dory. What? It wasn't half off when I rented it? What the it's fuck? Like, Dude, like you owe me. You owe me a dollar. You owe me money for that. How uh, dare you? No. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so here's the thing. I watched this twice uh, before doing I'm this podcast. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Uh, so anyway, I watched this movie <laughs> twice. Um, I watched it the first time. It was split between two days. So technically this movie took up three days of my life. I'd like you to point that out. I'd like to point that oh out. Oh my God. So the first day I watched this, I found it for free on Vimeo. So for anyone who does want to watch this, who did not watch it last week, it is on Vimeo for free. If you just look up uh, Southland Tales movie stream or don't, something like that. Don't do it. But here's the thing. It's a different version of the movie. And it's, what? Yes. And it's about the same length. And it has most of the same stuff, but it is a different version of the movie. And I'll be honest, it's better because I also watched the Amazon version with Audrey. I made I made her watch it two days later because I was like, oh my God. I was like, I need someone else to consume this movie and and like talk about it. And I know me and Mitchell aren't going to be able to talk about it for a while, so I, I need. So I forced her to watch it, and I, I po- apologize to her profusely. I can't tell you how many times she literally looked at me and threw her arms up and went, "What the fuck is going on?" Well, it it just kept increasing in in ridiculousness. It's absolutely insane. So yeah, there's there's different versions. And the version on Amazon, I believe, attempts to make a lot more sense out of what's going on. Because the beginning first, like, five, ten minutes is almost like a graphic novel. Right? Like, where it just shows kind of, like, what's happening. That is not in the version that I watched. The first version I watched, you just see The Rock wake up on the beach. And that's, like, the first thing you see. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, there's almost more context when you watch this one with on Amazon, but I don't think it makes it better because the whole I, I time can't, I can't imagine more context helping. Right. And that's the thing. It, it almost works better as a movie where you you're constantly questioning it. And when it tries to explain itself, that's when you start going like, oh, shut the fuck up, just be a movie. I think that there is good stuff in this movie somewhere. I, I, I think that there is genuinely things about it that, are interesting and actually have like, uh, I took notes. I took notes. Hold on, (laughs) bro. The line that I was broken. How do I get this to the webmaster? Uh, (laughs) the webmaster. I'm so glad you caught that dude. That was like, okay. So it's funny. It's so funny. You say that it was what the actual fuck. This movie is strangely, it's actually kind of prolific in certain ways. I, I don't I, I know you're gonna think I'm crazy, right? But like hear me out. It 
this movie came out in 2006, right? Mm-hmm. Did you notice anything like, for example, like the energy drinks that she, like she had her own brand of energy drink with her face on it, right? Those are so weirdly similar to the G Fuel cans that we have now with like YouTubers and like influencers with their face. Oh, I didn't think about that actually. Yeah, like, and energy drinks were not that popular in 2006 compared to what they are now. So like, I, I know that's a very small thing, but they're, they're, I'm trying to, where the fuck are my notes, man? <laughs> the other thing. Like a I crazy was... person over here. Well, <laughs> I was like, they had a musical number. Oh no! And they didn't have Justin Timberlake singing it. <laughs> the only person in the movie who's actually the, a musician, the, the, like the, the so are, uh, all right. What we probably sound like crazy people. I'm mad at it, but that's the movie. Yes, no, it's just yes. This, there's a random musical scene with this person who's a musician, and he's the only person not fucking singing in the scene. <laughs> or in the whole movie. And there's also no other musical scenes in the movie. It's just this one random one. Do you know do you do you want to know the best part about that scene? Uh what? The director, he said that that scene is the heart of the movie. <laughs> I think that heart died before that movie got sent out. <laughs> oh my god, I love this movie so much. Where the fuck are my goddamn notes? Somebody heard the phrase putting a gun to your head and made an entire movie about it. Is that a note you <laughs> That was took? a note I wrote down. That was a note I wrote down. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to find my notes. I'm having trouble. But while I'm doing that, I'm going to attempt to explain the plot of this movie right yes okay i think some of those notes need to be kept in uh but yeah i think we need to include like who made it um what else maybe they've made for context oh no 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 i'm no i'm actually gonna try to i'm gonna describe the movie i'm going to explain oh the movie. my god uh good luck. i can do this i know i can Okay. I don't know. I've seen it we twice. We don't have enough podcasts. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Oh my God, you're so right. I don't even know where to begin. Uh, I, <laughs> okay, go ahead and start. So these scientists have created a new <laughs> form of energy. All right, all right. <laughs> sorry, I'm really sorry. Go ahead. I promise. So these scientists made a new form of energy called fluid karma which is basically wireless energy. It's like, imagine like Wi-Fi energy, um, which is a cool idea, right? It, that's actually a pretty cool idea. Um, yeah, no, it, it's a different concept for sure. Yeah. And, oh, wait, hold on. Did I? Okay. <clears throat> Can't find my notes. Fuck it. Whatever. No biggie. <laughs> nice. We're doing it live. Okay. I got notes. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I didn't, I didn't have much at the end of the day, so it's fine. But what I do remember is that there's a few things that I do think are genuinely funny. Even right at the beginning, they have like tanks and military vehicles that are all like sponsored by 
like Tommy Bahamas and Hustler. And that shit's funny. Like that, that's just, that's good stuff because that's really not that far off from what you would see today. It's just like a Humvee with like a fucking Hooters sticker on the side sponsored by Hooters. That, it, uh, uh, idiocracy. That's what it reminded me of. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like it's idiocracy, but taking itself way too seriously. Yes. That's, that's the best example. Like if, if it was a if idiocracy was a drama instead of a comedy yeah um but but it's still this is still trying to be a comedy right like that's the fucked up part yes i i think it's it's i thought they were going for a deep storyline because of how many different like character the to me the more characters you have with different motivations like you're you're trying to make something either deep or you're just throwing stuff together and mm-hmm. knowing what this director's done before, I was like, okay, so he's there, there's some there's some deeper maybe meaning thing that I'm missing, but I'm still missing it as a problem. Yeah, and I I'm sure to him this is a deeper film, and that's great and fine. Oh I, yeah, you know from what I understand, he's very proud of this movie. He thinks it's actually I in a recent interview I saw he does think it's a mess. <laughs> there was like a ten year. <laughs> uh like uh anniversary or something for it or it couldn't have been 10 years oh yeah 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 no that must have been in 2016 well it's or 18 that's crazy either way whatever i don't know what it was um but yeah he had an anniversary and he did like this interview and he was basically saying that this movie started as something a lot simpler but he started writing it pre 911 and then after 9-11, he was so enthralled by like how our country reacted to this atrocity that he kept writing new things into the script. And after hearing that, it makes so much sense. Like, Wow, that actually is a great, like, it's eye-opening in terms of how we got this movie. Mm-hmm. Because apparently he just had a movie that was about a struggling Hollywood actor who was like, couldn't get parts and kept getting kicked out of roles and stuff, who set up a fake shooting with a famous actor and would force them to like, look as if they're racist and like, so literally what happens to The Rock? So it's like, Basically, the rock storyline near the beginning, you remember how like Sean William Scott is trying to set him up to do like a, that was kind of the original story for it was to like set up this famous actor in this fake shooting scenario to make him look bad to kind of blow up Hollywood and make it look racist and like expose it for what it really is, you know, quote unquote. Um, Yeah. That was the original idea. And the funniest part is that is such a small sliver of what this movie is and what it became. Dude, it's like like a tenth of for a two hour movie. Two oh and my a half. God, yeah. Two and a half. Two and a half. Oh, yeah. that's right. How could I forget? Yeah. Because half of it you were probably blacked out. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what was going on in the first half by the second half. <laughs> um so okay. So yeah, the it's 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 very difficult i don't even want to say it's difficult to follow because 
there's not really much to follow. Yeah, to to follow implies there's a a st- it, when I say storyline, I'm not saying that there is no storyline. I'm saying <laughs> there isn't an easily identifiable storyline for the the mass populace. No, okay. Like the, it, it's 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 trying to be an epic, right? It's trying to be an epic Lord of the Rings style tale that has like five different plots going on that you're supposed to be uh, yep. very invested in. Like you have the one plot of the kind of like neo-Marxist, which I love that shit, by the way. That's that's more shit that feels very like ahead of its time is like police control and this movement of like, instead of neo-Marxists, it's anti-fascists. Like basically yeah. an- Antifa is like the neo-Marxists of this movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, so it's there are things in it that I think are a little a little like prolific in a way, uh, uh, or prophetic, I should say. Um, I don't know, but it's what the fuck was I trying to say? <laughs> I think the movie is trying to say the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. It just gets constantly lost in its own train of thought. Um, oh, but no, but there's like, so there's the subplot of like the neo-Marxist group that's trying to like overthrow this political leader who's, you know, he's played by the dad in Donnie Darko. Um, and this political leader has a daughter who is dating a famous celebrity who is played by The Rock. Uh, are you following me, Mitchell? You watched the movie. I'm sure I've already yeah. lost you. Yeah, no. Um, I'm not going to lie for a split second. The very ending came back into my mind, so I was just trying to to make a mental note to come back to that. Um, oh, we're going to. Because I think I completely blocked that out. Uh, you, just, uh, you just reminded me of how much we haven't talked about this movie yet. Um, okay. <laughs> I was trying to explain the plot. Let me keep trying to explain the plot here. Yeah. So yep. the, the Rock wakes up on the beach, right? Um, and he plays a character known as Jericho Kane. Um, no, isn't that the character from his book? Well, the, okay, that's the character from his book. You're correct. His real name is uh, Boxer <laughs> Santeros. I knew that without looking it up, and I hate myself for that. Why is his name Boxer? I don't know, dude. It's a terrible choice, isn't it? I was wondering the same thing. Um, Jericho Kane, his story name was a better name. And it was, and that's not even a good name because I was watching it without subtitles at first and I thought they kept saying Jerry Cocaine. <laughs> Jerry Cocaine? Yeah, I was like... <laughs> yeah, his name was Jerry oh. Cocaine. I was like, that's a terrible name. And then I realized it's Jericho Kane. how sad is it that you believed it though like you oh, didn't question it no not at all and i don't think it's any dumber or smarter than the, the right? it name would not they change the movie or the seriousness of any scene in that <laughs> not at all not at all uh, so he wakes up and he has amnesia right and he stumbles upon the famous actress slash porn star slash musician she's basically the paris hilton talk show host yeah yeah uh sarah michelle geller i hate that i know that yeah no no yeah because you love this movie and (laughs) she 
She yeah, she has her own talk show. Oh, oh, and this this I know I had these notes in here. The notes are gone to the fucking wind. I don't know where they went, but I know I had a note in here because there was the song <laughs> that was performed by her character, which whose name I do not remember right now. Krista Kapowski. That's right. Krista Wow or Krista Now. Because you Krista can, Now. Yes. Because when do you want to fuck me? You want to fuck me now. Uh, or whatever her tagline was. <laughs> was that it? Yeah, you don't remember when she's talking to the woman at the beginning? It was early in the movie. It's about 20 minutes oh, in, so man. you had a whole yeah, two was, hours and 10. I was trying 10. to take in a lot of yeah. that movie. Yeah. Um, Krista69, I think, was the other name she went by. Either way. Uh, <laughs> she had a song that was like it and the song was called teen horniness is not a crime oh my god and there was some great there was some it great is. it's a dude is there well okay so the, here's the funniest shit about this is like i heard the director talk about this later and if you want to talk about like the biggest misstep or the biggest swing and a miss in history Apparently, he was trying to make a commentary on the fact that we judge 18-year-old girls and boys who go into porn and immediately ostracize them as, like, pariahs, you know? Or like, oh, well, you'll never—you just do porn. But for some reason, he took 18 and 19 and went, oh, yeah, let's call them teens and say teen horniness— is not a crime like it like i get i get when he explained it i was like yeah okay i get what you're saying i understand but you picked the worst wording you could have possibly oh picked because the first thing i thought was i'm like what is happening and my favorite part is when it cuts to the politician like the 60 year old he's just like mm, no it is not i never said it was <laughs> yeah that that it didn't help clarify unfortunately exactly exactly oh but there's a line in the song that says uh it's like i hate that i remember how it goes but it goes teen horniness is not a crime teen horniness is not a crime observe the kids who shot columbine oh my and i was like what like dude I, i like i had to pause it i was like i was losing my mind that rhymed it, it, that did too oh that's dangerous oh my god we're writing a richard kelly song right now uh oh my god okay can you need to talk about this movie for a little bit because i think i need to like I, my brain so, needs a break so i i, I want to talk about a scene because um, i i love sci-fi i love anime i love oh oh i, I love oh, okay i'm so sorry <laughs> I'm so Go sorry. For it. I just love that that inspired whatever it was that you were going to say. Yeah, because I, I thought you just reminded me. I thought that maybe somewhere inside of you, you would love this movie because it's like a live action anime. It literally feels like an anime. Did, okay, if it, w- if it was an anime, I probably would have enjoyed it. It's almost like it doesn't translate with real people and actors. I, I don't no. know why. No. Because again, anime, there's animes that are not musical animes that will burst out in a two-minute song for no reason. And guess what? <laughs> cool. I'm here for it. It's the experience. 
wow yeah that was if if anime because then you had the over sexualized character um who's trying to actually be a commentary on the opposite um about embracing it you have a over crazy situation of a, a set wow it is an anime yeah. um that should have been done in episodes and that yeah. would have done even john lovett's character the police officer uh yeah though, he's that, very that's anime, anime yeah that's a very anime twist situation yeah though even the way he acts where he's like what the fuck are you doing here like it's it's very yeah. like oh like you would see his face like like the the lines go kind of across it and like <laughs> you don't see his eye the white of his eyes anymore and, and oh yeah dude that that movie was supposed to be an anime but it wasn't twenty twenty plus yet yeah so okay so I I I'm going to keep you on track right you, you were gonna talk about a specific scene that made me derail you but but we're yes. talking about this in such a trail of thought that I need to continue this. Because there yes. is context. Uh, did you notice how that started on chapter four? Chapter four. When the movie started, did you notice how it said the number four and then the name of the chapter? Oh, yeah. So, dude, I, I... the first three chapters of this movie are in a graphic novel form. <laughs> and that's that, like, intro kind of yes. portion that I'm guessing it's summarizing. Okay, I think I think I kind of caught that in terms of at least realizing that there was something before, which is why the world was... So I understood why the world was the way it was, but I was still like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, see, and that's why I think the version I watched was a little bit better, because... I can understand why people would be confused by the way the world was, you know? But I think when it comes to movies, you just should be able to go into a movie and assume the world is going to be different, right? I mean, that... And yeah, then, it, it doesn't always have to be our modern-day world. Um, yeah, like, there, there's going to be differences. It's an alternate reality. So, like, I think it makes it worse when the movie takes 10 minutes at the beginning to tell you why this world is different I, I didn't like that about the Amazon version that I watched with Audrey. I liked it better when it just plopped me in and I'm forced to kind of like follow along and be like, okay, so there's this new energy source and it's created like a political drift and it like makes me follow along instead of just yeah. giving me all the information and being like, here you go, <clears throat> you know? I think I know another thing that I didn't care for and not that like I, I don't dislike this in the stories, but... It then felt like the main character had nothing to do with like the main story, like not at least how it ends. Like the ending, like I, I felt like he didn't really matter. It, it wasn't about him. Yeah, the Rock. You're talking to boxer. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. It was definitely more about uh, Roland, I guess. Where I'm like, why not just make the movie about Roland then? But again, it might have been going for trying something different, which I, I don't fault it for. Um, and I think I think The Rock's character did have a quote-unquote integral... <coughs> oh my God. <coughs> integral role. But we'll get into that more. Okay, so what was the scene you were going to talk about um, when you went into the whole anime and you enjoying stuff thing? So there was a scene... <laughs> Where they <laughs> they steal an ATM, 
Now, I rewinded the scene because I thought I saw, and I was like, no, I'm, I'm sure that he goes back. No. So what happens is they pull up to an ATM. Yeah, This is late truck. in the movie, too. This is. Um, but we have to talk about it. So they pull up to an ATM, and he has a regular kind of you know hook for towing. Uh-huh. And so he he walks over to the ATM with the hook, and and the truck, the regular truck, just regular yes. pickup truck. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah. He, he takes he takes the hook, and he sets it inside of where the cash comes out of. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So so okay. So just yeah. recap. Yeah, it is just a regular hook for towing. Yeah, <laughs> he he sets it in the cash dispenser portion of an ATM. I'm following along. And then he drives off, and it rips the fucking ATM out of the building wall. That, and, and I'm like, you didn't even hook it on anything. You that scene. Here's the thing. <laughs> I know it happens because it's happened at the the Bank of America uh, by where we grew up uh, here in Vegas. Someone did rip um, that out of. But her at own. least. They tied a chain around it and drove off like yeah. rational criminals. And I think they took it with like a. Didn't they have a like construction vehicle or something like that with them? It, it was it was a more heavy duty truck, but but like they they didn't even try to to wrap the at. They just set the hook in the dispenser, and I rewound the scene to make <laughs> sure like he didn't like at least. Not that a latching it on would do anything, but just just something. No, he just no, sets no. it well, down. My 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 problem with that scene is not even the execution of that, but the reasoning, because like he just like they just they're on their way to Mexico or whatever. He's just like, oh, we'll cross the border, we'll just run or whatever. We'll find my brother and we'll get the fuck out of here, right? And then the guy's like, hey, well, why don't I stop at the bank and I'll, I'll clear my account and we'll have a bunch of money. And he's like, okay. So then they go to the bank and then he's like, bro, they blocked my account. I don't know what the fuck to do. And then he's like, well, let's fucking take the whole ATM. It's like, what? Like, how did this happen? Like, just go. Like, wh- this. it's so not important to what they were doing that it felt like, why are we diverting everything we were doing to now but then the ATM is the thing that knocks the ice cream truck over at the end. For so it's like they okay. needed to be carrying so, it. I guess I, uh, uh, you know, like there's they could have just fate. hit their vehicle. Like there, were, yeah, there was. But but yeah, so apparently it was it was. <laughs> but that's you know what? There we go. That's a perfect representation of what this movie does. It tries to create a meaningful moment out of something that he just pulled out of his ass. It's like, oh, well, if they didn't take the ATM, then they wouldn't have knocked the ice cream truck over, which means that they wouldn't have found the real Roland from the original. And it's like that you didn't have to do that. That that doesn't mean anything. That's what this entire fucking movie is in a nutshell. This movie was, he was allowed to add ideas, but he couldn't take them away once they were added. Kind of. Yeah. Right. It feels like it. Cause so there is like a deeper plot line that I think is interesting. And it's the reveal at the end of the movie. So like, I guess spoilers, (laughs) we've already been spoiling shit. I don't know, but 
if any of this has made sense to anyone who hasn't watched this movie, I'm so sorry. This is fucking chaos. I know, but I promise you, if you're what if you're listening to this and you're just like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? Can they just be coherent? Can they just talk about the movie? Watch the fucking movie, and then come back. You realize we are that this is the most coherent. Yes. We are talking about this movie no other way than you can. Okay, uh, but. Okay, no, I guess I have to set up other things first. Jesus Christ. Okay, so, okay. <laughs> Real quick. The Sean William Scott character, Stifler, from American Pie fame that everyone is familiar with. Yeah. Um, which That's where I recognized him. Which, by the way, the, the director of this movie did say, Richard Kelly, he said that he, he wanted to enlist actors that he felt were being underused in Hollywood. Like, he, he wanted to get actors that he felt were being typecasted. So he picked, like, Buffy. He picked Stifler. He picked The Rock. John Levitz. He picked a bunch of SNL characters. You know, so it's like people who... Oh, that's fair. Yeah, people who are only being typecasted as certain things, and he wanted to give them a chance to do something different. But I think this is, like, a version of us finding out why they don't do something different. <laughs> Like there's a reason people get typecasted sometimes. You know what I mean? It, it, it's it's like one of those. Like what was the hand a thing? A lot. What was the hand thing that The Rock was doing? His little nervous twitch. Oh yeah, yeah. And because like okay, professional athletes will go play in like celebrity tournaments and and do relatively well. I mean they'll they'll even do like the bowling tournaments because they're athletes and and they can do athletic things. But if you went and put them on another professional team or up against like actual professional golfers, they're gonna get crushed. Why? Because it's not the thing that they practice doing a lot. Yeah. And like I didn't even realize that that cop was John Levitt. I just kept thinking, wow, he looks a lot like that guy. <laughs> but like I I don't feel that it is him watching him. Yeah, no, legitimately. Isn't that so strange? You're looking at the same man and you're like, what is he doing? Like who who am I watching? I had to right look now? up the the picture from the movie just to to confirm yeah, or it Lovitz. was because I'm like yeah Lovitz Lovitz yeah. yeah sorry sorry oh my gosh yeah he just feels yeah also I hated I hated uh, Justin Timberlake's fucking bottom beard <laughs> his little goat his little goat the, beard the, with the 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 mun, mun chops okay so I love justin timberlake's character in this movie ironically of course i don't i don't think it's a good character it's just so fucking funny um and then the the big twist of the movie right well there's multiple twists right i guess at the end of the day so justin timberlake's character was actually the what squad mate of roland and roland did friendly fire on justin timberlake which caused him he did a friendly fire well that's how they say it in the movie i'm literally i know that's what i'm saying like i'm quoting the movie okay (laughs) he friendly fired on (laughs) they call it friendly fire um um Jesus Christ. And he's trying to unroll it. Yeah. And you know he thinks that Roland you know you know that he thinks he's so deep and meaningful when he says a line like that where it's like they call it friendly fire. It's like because like 
we are, we know we know what it's fucking called. We've played Call of Duty. <laughs> Nobody fucking cares. Like it's it's oh it's so annoying. Anyway, so it's not clever. Yeah, it's it, exactly like it's supposed to be this clever thing where it's like oh well that's his real friend and like oh you're oh that's oh this is what war does and, to people. And you fired it's friendly on me. fire. Uh, no, it's like no shut shut the fuck up. Anyway, so. I love that character and that scene where he's like selling drugs to that random kid who becomes like a main character in the movie out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. When he starts like selling drugs to him, Justin Timberlake, and then he's just describing all the drugs and then he just shoots it into his neck. And that's when you get the, the dream sequence or whatever the fuck it is where it plays the killer's song. Uh, I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. What's that song called? It's got another name, but <laughs> yep the the song that, got that Justin Timberlake is in the scene the entire time. All these things that Never I've seen. done. That's what the song is called. Yeah, Justin Timberlake, who has a plethora of music history. Uh, no, 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 no records. No, 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 no. We need this killer song, which apparently the director was adamant about this. They didn't even know they were going to get the song when they filmed this scene. But then the killers watched the scene and then for some reason went, yeah, absolutely. You guys can have it. This looks like it's going to be good. Dude, they were they were either high or they thought this shit's going to be hysterical. Yeah, that's another thing. Also, they probably paid them like out the ass. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, do whatever you want, you know. Uh Okay, so I haven't said anything about this movie yet. Oh my god! Well, but but you have because you were talking about the kid um, that is buying drugs from Justin Timberlake, and oh, but and I was also but I like, was trying to talk about Roland and his twin brother. I didn't even talk. I was trying to talk about that, and I got so sidetracked from that. <laughs> I think it's because you were you were working up to that because that's what we find out at the end. But at the beginning, you think it's his twin brother. It's it's set up. That's oh, that's it. right, because they refer to him as as his twin brother. Yeah. yeah, and then the twist at the end is that yes, that that it's an alternate reality him from a different timeline. That when he went through, now hold on, hear me out. When he went through the time rift in the middle of the Nevada desert, it caused. A rift in the fourth dimension, making one of his personalities shoot back in time, which then put both of them into the same timeline. So when, uh, um, and, uh, um, uh huh, you're doing great. So, so, and the reason they're doing this is they found this rift. And they and they wanted to send us. I'm gonna get this. And they wanted to send a celebrity through the rift as kind of like a, a big publicity stunt, right? So they picked Boxer Santeros, played by The Rock. And when he goes through the rift, that's when the 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 the, the time dimension breaks or whatever. And then shot fluctuation. It fluxes, and then. Sean William Scott also goes through with him, but wasn't supposed to. And there's like an Asian woman who who was supposed to blow up the car, but didn't, I think, or did. Maybe she did. No, she did, because because pimps don't commit suicide. 
because Boxer did not kill himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, oh my God, the pimps don't commit suicide thing. Oh. Okay, so I think, I think me just describing all that. I think that's a clip. <laughs> that's a clip. At, at, at least for like YouTube or TikTok. That entire description of me just trying to describe Southland Tales in the last 60 seconds and you responding to it is 100% going to be a clip I post. That's perfect. That is absolutely fucking perfect. Uh, Because I also think I nailed it. Uh, I nailed it. Um, Oh, dude, that that was the most cohesive you could make that story. Yeah. If you don't let me suck your dick right now, I'm going to shoot myself. Oh, my God. That's right. (laughs) The fucking again, it it was just oh my, like okay, the the security concerns from the whole NSA or whatever that was, yeah, US her having the freedom to just yeah, the, the her having the freedom to do all that just okay, okay, well, I, again, I, I I kept like there was no rules. There is okay again. This is something that is a little bit prophetic again. I think it's interesting how he created a a corporate government identity called US Ident that basically tracks and monitors all of the internet, which is literally what the government is trying to do right now, like as we speak. Yep. Yeah, he's just uh just constantly slightly off. Oh, and can we also then, I mean, since we're just talking about things, um, when the ice cream truck flew into the air and Homeboy had a rocket launcher and he blew up the Zeppelin and then jumped off? I'm going to be honest. That was the part I was least confused by. So I'm a little, I'm a little, I don't understand why you thought... <laughs> bro dude it's so clearly set up okay i i just i'm not gonna lie for some reason i'm actually not being facetious i'm i'm kind of being serious i i kind of felt like they did set that up i thought i thought i i was just like not in a good way not in a good way it was just more of how did we get to this i how did we get to why did he why did it fly and then he's like well i guess instead of waiting for it to come down or however this works, I guess I'll just jump and end it all because I'm going to kill everyone. So I think I, I, I'm, I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to try to make this deeper than it is. Cause God knows. But I think obviously this whole movie is a, a is a weird modern metaphor mm-hmm. for yep. Jesus. I, I know you're going to hate me. <laughs> I know you're going to hate me. It's it's I think it's a modern metaphor of of the Bible um using culture today right and it's like almost telling stories to, and and I and I think that like in this sense like that character he was basically a vessel that needed to be used for a certain purpose of this story and then once his purpose was served he was like I've done my due diligence and I literally think like the Jesus of the story is is Roland, <laughs> who's supposed to bring like a new beginning. Like I think the idea of this movie is that we've like America and the world has destroyed itself to such a point that we now need a savior from another dimension to then 
create a rift and literally destroy the world as we know it uh, through self-sacrifice. Am I blowing your mind right now by any chance? I'm just like, because I was like, wait, was was the Zeppelin supposed to be like a Noah's Ark thing? But I'm like, mm. no, because Homeboy just hit it with a rocket launcher. No, no, I think, I think, I think that was meant to be a classist thing. Again, this has too many ideas. I think it's it's throwing all these this different shit at you that has nothing to do with each other. Because everything I said, I do believe, but then I also think that stuff about the Zeppelin and all that, I think that's a commentary on like class separation and like the, the you know, I I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's one of those it's it's so obscure that we could probably come up with any topic and say, well, I guess you could tie this to to the Quran because of this. Like, <laughs> the, the, it's it, it's it's just so random that you're like, well, I guess I could piece this from it. But yeah, no, yeah, there's there's something. I feel like if you cut this movie down to like an hour and a half cut out some of the side stories and all this right there might be like an interesting fun kind of like alternate reality sci-fi movie in here somewhere somewhere i think there's something enjoyable i was so excited when i saw the cast i was so excited and yeah and then yeah though there's something that, and some of the i think some of the jokes land oh wait hold on but we can't wrap this up without me at least asking you about how you felt about the um the uh the the car scene our scene the, yeah the car commercial oh again <laughs> why what what purpose did that serve because it i, I it's an idiocracy joke it's it's a jo- it's like a it's it's making fun of masculine cars, you know, of like, oh, well, my car is going to fuck your car because it's so fucking badass. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the joke. But in this movie, it doesn't read like that. It, exactly. And that's where it's like, I understand because you're telling me. But in the moment, because there was just so much random stuff thrown at you. Yeah. In my head, I'm like. They they just thought this works. This fits in this world. Yeah, is this world in this world? Do cars fuck each other? Yeah, you start to actually question like, is this just how cars work <laughs> in this world? Yeah, but then it is funny though when it cuts back and then you see the politician and he's eating and he's just like, "Did I just watch that car fuck another car?" <laughs> so, so, yeah, and I was like, "Okay, so at least that's that's weird." It grounded it. It grounded it in a sense. I'm yeah. like, okay, so this is weird. Um. Oh, dude, whenever it was the UPU2, I, I kept just thinking in my head, up to you. Up to you, yeah. Well, I also, did you notice how they kept going up in numbers every time they needed a more, like, I don't know. Because it started off, he was UPU2, and then it was, like, UPU3, and then another group came out called UPU4, and they just kept going up in number every time they needed, like, a new, like, better group i don't know i serious yeah, yeah and again i think that's supposed to be funny like i think that's supposed to be a joke in the movie where it's like oh yeah like haha they they keep making new numbers but i don't know i don't know 
I think we gotta. I think we gotta rate this movie. I think we gotta wrap this up. Um, I'm, I'm, my brain yeah, is starting yeah. to hurt because I'll, I'll tell you what. I I saw the, I saw this movie called Under the Silver Lake about a week before this one, and it's a really really good movie. And I may suggest it to us in the upcoming weeks for the podcast. Um, mm. But it's a very heady kind of like weird trippy movie, but in a good way, not like this. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, more like kind of like Donnie Darko in a sense, where it actually makes sense when you watch the movie. <laughs> um, but I watched that, and then I watched this, and then me and Audrey went to go see Bo is Afraid in theaters, and that movie is three hours long, and it is so fucking insane, and like so like avant-garde and different from any movie that like my brain is mush dude for the last three and a half weeks of watching these movies <laughs> i can't do it i can't it's done some things to you it's it has like i i i just need trash from now on <laughs> from for like a month i need nonsense because i i my brain can't do it uh but all right we gotta wrap this up Give me your rate. Give me your final thoughts and your rating on this magnificent, epic two and a half hour Southland Tales. What do you think? Okay, so it's it's a rating of one to ten, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like where you're going with this, but yeah. Well, I I just needed to know if I was going to give it a zero or a one. <laughs> it's technically from zero to ten. Technically, you can give it a zero. But like, but like a zero is like you're saying that there wasn't even film on the tape. <laughs> you know like you okay. put the movie okay, okay, in, okay. and you're just like, oh fuck! Like this didn't even like. <laughs> okay, okay. So if we'll say zero's that, if we'll say one is like, like it was probably made by three people who are all related, and it was made in their home on their their <laughs> personal phones. But even then, that could be charming, you know. Yeah, so so in 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 that case, we'll 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 give this we'll give this a one <laughs> because it had the production, but but man, it, it it for me as just a movie viewer, it it missed so much. Dude, I I get it, I get it. I I I I gotta give it a four four out of ten. It's a four out of ten because like I. And the only the only reason I give it even a few points or a couple points is because I I there's something about it that has this charm to me that I do like I I like the kind of tongue in cheek satire to it there is something about it that I do appreciate it's like you were talking about with scales of movies it's hard to, like I don't compare this to something like The Room. Because it is totally different. Like, they're somehow exactly the same, but totally different. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, I, I definitely agree. Partially because I love The Room. No, I, and that's the thing is where it's like, part of me wants to give this movie Southland Tales a 10 out of 10. I'm being dead serious. Part of me wants to give it a I 10 believe out of 10. But the other part of me is like, no, it's a fucking 3. I'm lowering it from a 4. It's a 3 out of a 10. And... <laughs> But that's how I feel about the room too. Is I'm like the room is a fucking two out of ten, but I love it, and it's a ten out of ten in in my heart of hearts. In my heart, yeah. Yep. Um, oh, I think something we should also do is have uh, in our 
our Discord, uh, once the episodes get posted, our ratings of the movies. Oh, you know what? Good idea. Yeah. Oh, we should do, um, we should get a letterboxed. Have you heard of that app? No. So it's an app where you can just make a profile and then it keeps track of all the movies you've seen and you can rate them. And people can basically oh. look at your ratings. So we can put our ratings oh, on cool. that app and people can keep track of it and stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Um, so are you ready for your recommendation? Oh, Jesus. All right, yeah. I, I, I And I get it. You're gonna. There might be retaliation coming, but go ahead. Oh, don't trust me. I thought about it. I'm going to be nice this time, but I'm still going to be thinking about that movie. Um... <laughs> You're going to be watching a documentary on great white sharks. Just kidding. Uh, (laughs) This is (laughs) called Terror Eyes. It was released in 2021 by Delaney Bishop. Um, There's older movies called Terror Eyes. I don't know if it is a remake. If it is, it's a a modernized version of it because they're much older and it it wouldn't have been possible to do this then. Oh, my Um, God. What? Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it, but I'm I'm looking I'm on the IMDB page. Oh god. Why do you do this to me? Is this what this podcast is going to become? <laughs> are you just are you just going to you're just going to suggest shitty horror movies and I'm going to suggest really weird fucking heady movies and that's what this is going to Very- be. And and all of your movies are like an hour long, and all of my movies are like three hours long. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna watch this trailer real quick. This trailer's a minute long. I'm, I'm gonna watch this. Hold on. Hold on. Well, thank you, Mitchell. I, I appreciate the suggestion. I'm excited to watch Terror Eyes. Terror Eyes? Oh, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Like Terror Eyes. Okay. Well, I'd love to be on more of a chipper note, but... uh, (laughs) It's been a pleasure having you guys here with us as always. Yes, this has been a good one. Uh, A lot of chaos, a lot of fun. This will be a good one to edit. I'm sure I'll have a great time. Uh, Oh, yeah, this is going to be all over the place. Yeah, good Lord. But as always, please join the Scourge Discord and the Neon Valley Podcast channel to drop any questions you are feeling that are just burning inside of you. You just need to get them out. Also join that subreddit r slash neon valley pod. We are on Spotify. We are on Amazon. We are on all that shit. I think I think we should be. Anyway. That sounds right. That sounds right to me. Uh Mitchell, <laughs> anything you want to say to the lovely people out there? New music out in June. Be on the lookout. Oh shit, Suku dropping new music. Alright. <laughs> Love y'all. Peace, bye.